How are y'all doing this rising? Soul Sister Therapy, Child of Trauma Podcast in the building. How y'all doing? Hey. Thank you. I'm over here just talking up away. Just hey. You was. You sure was. But it's all right. Your smile took it up. That's all that matters. What's up, team? What's up? This What's is up? Queen Misha. Uh, and I am Plum Queen. All right. So today we get, well, Tuesday we were talking about the fellas. And, you know, how they are taught to think of themselves and who they are and the falsies in that. So today we're going to talk about ourselves. We're going to talk about the ladies, talk about the lady. The divine feminine. Yes. All right. Well, like always, I'm going to let Misha go first and talk her shit. So, yeah, you start this off and let us know how you feel. Okay. So um, this topic is covering the perception of who we as divine feminine walk around thinking that we are and so for me one of the biggest um personas that society tries to get us to take on is the ride or die persona right so this persona is or this personality this mindset that society tries to give us is that when we're in a partnership we are supposed to go through whatever that partner puts their self through with them because we are in a relationship with them. Um, that's not that's not feasible. That's not fair. Um, it's not reasonable to say, okay, well, you put yourself in a position where you may be going to prison for the rest of your life. And now I have to go through this journey with you, even though I may have been on a completely different path individually. But now I need to add this onto my path because we're one. We're in a relationship together. That's not how that goes. You know, we are in control of our own individual journey. And so you can't control what anyone else does. And if someone puts themselves in a position where they are having consequences that they have to go through, those are their consequences they have to go through solely. Unless she was helping them with the stuff, no matter what it is, then that's for them to go through. You don't have to, you're not entitled to this loyalty. You don't have this false entitlement of loyalty, unwavering loyalty to people when they fuck up their lives. That's not your problem. That's their problem. In reality, you know, doesn't matter how long y'all been together. You can make it your problem if you want to, but you're not entitled to. You don't have to, you know. The second persona for me um, is the nurturer. I know we as women are nurturers, but because society says, oh, we're nurturers, they've also put this feeling on us like we have to take care of everyone in our lives. We don't give a damn who it is. It could be coworkers. It could be our children. It could be our parents, our siblings, you know, cousins, aunts. You know, it doesn't matter who the people out on the street, the random strangers. We are all times supposed to be nurturing to people. And sometimes that's a lot. Sometimes those people don't deserve that nurturing. You know, sometimes people don't deserve you to give them your all in love because sometimes they're not ready for it. Sometimes they don't know how to comprehend it. Sometimes they don't know how to receive it. Some people aren't familiar with real, true, genuine love. And so you can give that. And sometimes you can be giving it and giving it to nothing because they're not receiving it. 
And so that's another conception that I want women to release is this idea that they have to take care of everyone in their life because they don't. Your responsibility is you, yourself, and then whatever offspring you be, bring into this planet. You know, that's it. That's all. I know we, especially when you, um, like for me, I'm the oldest of my family. You know, so I've always been in that leader role to where my siblings call me whenever they have a problem. My parents call me whenever they have a problem. You know, everybody called me whenever they got a problem. And I had to like just step away and be like, I love you guys, but I'm my own life. I have to get together. You know, like I can't keep giving energy to y'all and y'all adult lives. I have my own adult life that I'm trying to get together and get situated, you know, but because I'm a woman and because I have this nurturing energy, it's expected of me just to give it whenever I can or to give it whenever they need it. Not whenever I can, but whenever they need it, you know, and a lot of people can be unreasonable with women like um, even with your friendships. Uh, I heard a story of a woman who was in a bad car wreck and she's at the hospital in the ER fighting for her life. The doctors and nurses, they over here trying to save this woman's life. The entire time her phone is blowing up and it's a friend of hers on the phone. Now the friend is cussing her out while they're trying to save her life. Her phone is blowing up. The phone's cut. The friend is cussing her out. Talking about you never answer my calls. Why aren't you answering my calls? Whoop-de-whoop going off on her. The woman died. The woman died. So now your last energy towards this woman is of entitlement and selfishness. Not giving a damn what's going on in her personal life, but you need her. And that's all that matters. We have to stop letting people place us in that position. So where we feel like what we need and what we're going through has to come second to the other people in our lives because we're supposed to be nurturing them through whatever they're going through. Boundaries. Boundaries is something that we as feminine beings have to have because the world expects us to be this compassionate and nurturing and loving and, and caring and protecting person all the time. It's, it's possible for us to be that majority of the time, but there's times where we're not. There times, there's times where we don't have the energy because we've been doing this shit all day, every day. You know, the last 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. You have to release this false control that you can save everyone in your intermediate life and worry about saving yourself. Take yourself out to the spa. If you're in the Georgia area, go to Jeju. It's $35 in Duluth, Georgia. $35, you can stay there overnight, charge up, unlimited. All It's a beautiful spa. Start putting yourself first. And then giving energy out to the people in your lives, you know? I feel like boundaries, you said you used the word boundaries. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's universal. I don't think that's a, a female thing. I think everybody- It's not, we're just talking about females right now. So that's why I was just keeping it with the feminine energy. No, I can dig it. But I feel like with that, it comes with choices as well. Mm-hmm we put a lot of that on ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, and because of the way society reads or has this picture of what success, and you know what I'm saying, is going to be. Now, I want to know if you were finished because that kind of segues into one of the points that um, I wanted to make. So I wanted to know if you were done. 
because that thought. <laughs> well, you can segue. I can always come back. Okay. So this thought of what life and what happiness and what success, you know what I'm saying, is supposed mm. to be. You know, they tell us that we can have it all. You can you, you can do it all, sis. You can be the wife. You can be the you the you can be the mother. The you successful be business the owner. You can be you know what I'm saying. You could be everything and anything, and that's not true. You can have these things, but something is going to lack because there's but so many hours in a day. There's but so much energy that you can exude to other people because you also have to have it for yourself. So. When you do that, you're stretching yourself thin, mm -hmm. trying and, to be and do everything. And sometimes, now it depends on who you have as your partner, you know, because if you have that right partner to where you're exerting all this energy, but he sees it and he's pouring it back into you as you're exerting it, that's different. Because I know some men out there, they they see, oh, baby, you're tired. I need you to go to the spa for the day. You know, oh, baby, let me rub your feet at the end of the night. You worked all day. That will allow a woman to keep going. That type of energy from her significant other, she's not going to get burnt out because he's making sure she does. And he's pouring into her at the end of the day, whatever she's put out to the world. That's true. But see, that goes with her picking that type of partner. See, you got to be, right. you have to pick that partner. Oh, so of course, of course. It will go back, to, it will go back to the choices that we make. Give mm -hmm. an example. I've been watching Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> so Kirk Frost and Rashida. Yeah. Right. You know, they got all the kids. You know, I love Rashida. Kids, I don't be know. talking about these people. I think that they, they, they have definitely overcame some things and the the more open that they can be and less um, controlling over each other's lives and just acceptance of who each other are. Yeah. Like he's probably poly in relation, in, in reality, you know? Uh, he's a he's an he's a average man. He's, right. the, he's the average man. So I won't say that he's poly because no, he's not poly. Poly means mm -hmm. that you are okay with being with other people. That means Ethical. if Rashida, ever tried to be with another nigga, it's a wrap, okay? Kurt Frost is going to fuck off, okay? So do you believe right. that it's only Polly if the man also allows the woman to be with whoever she wants to be? Polly to me means that you believe in multiple partners. Mm -hmm. That means both of you believe. Right, exactly. If partners. not, then it's coming from an egotistical standpoint. If you're right. going to tell me that you can be with whoever, but I can only be with you, and yeah. whoever you bring around. Yeah, but see, that's that. And for me, that's not how that's supposed to go. Why I deal with it? Because the average person, we're taught to be selfish. We're taught right. that we're a possession. So to think, of course, they're out there. They're definitely um, exceptions to the rule. Like I said, I've seen um, very successful polygamous relationships, and I've seen very fucked polygamous relationships, and the same with monogamous. I've actually seen more. Um, successful polygamous relationships than I have monogamous because people are not being honest, you know what I'm saying, about how they feel and what they want. Back to what I'm saying. You have this thought process of what you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to get it, the time frame that you're supposed to get it. Like women, we feel like, oh, we have to be married with kids by 25. That's some bullshit. I know, I know, I know a friend of mine I went to high school with thought she tried to do that. And she did it through the church. She thought she was doing the right thing because she found her man in church. You know what I'm saying? But I need to be married by 25. I found him. 
God sent him to me, so let me do that. He ended up being abusive. Now, that was supposed to be a part of her journey. It started a whole business for her and a whole situation. But the fact of the matter is her thought process was, I need to be this age. I have to have all of this stuff done at a certain age. And she also thought, because I found this person in church, that that, that automatically meant that it was the right, the right person in the right situation. And that's not it. You got to do research on these people. You, on anybody, doesn't matter who it is. You need to know who you're getting with. So, right. so then you'll know if you need to be the ride or die. See, we have sex so quick and don't realize who that person is until after the fact. Then and emotional attachment. Right. Once you're emotionally attached to them, that's when you start finding out what they're really about, the things mm-hmm. that they're into. And now you feel obligated, you know what I'm saying, to stand by them or whatever because you're not loyal if you don't. But you're not really about that life. Like for me, I can't date a drug dealer. Right. Because I don't want nothing. I'm not going to jail for you. I'm not right. going to jail for you. Call me a snitch, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm not doing a 25 I don't want that energy around my house. Nobody. Yeah, for nobody. I'm not about, I don't live that life. That's not what I'm about. Right. So I'm not, so what I'm not, but I'm not going to knock. I know drug dealers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know, I, I, you know what I'm saying? What they call them? Trap queens or whatever you want to call them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know plenty of people, you know what I'm saying, that do that and it worked for them. That's not my life. So guess what I'm not going to do? Go date a drug, date dealer. A drug dealer. Right. Because I already know <laughs> what I am not willing to do. So I'm not going to put myself or you in that situation to right. think that I'm about to do that. This is the, cho- the, choices, the choices that we make. And that's because of we not understanding who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the strong black woman, that segues into that thought. I'm a strong black woman. She's a strong black woman. But nowadays, it's seen as a, a badge of honor. It's a handicap. But for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, I right, y'all strong, so let me just fuck with you because right. you strong. Oh, you can take this. Here's the boulder. Oh, you strong. Here's the building. Oh, you know what I'm saying? With no regards. To how much we really actually how much we can actually take. There are still levels to that. We're still human beings. So to think, so to try to give up, to, to, to try to hype us up. And make it make us right because now they got we doing a good job right by you stepping on us right in reality we all stressed the fuck out hair bald and you know ain't eating ain't able to go to the gym and take care of our bodies like we want to but it's all because we trying to be the strong black woman for everybody in our life including our co our our bosses because a lot of jobs especially when you one of the only melanin people they give you all the work they give you all of the work. And none of the pay, but it's because they know that you can handle it. You know, we were trained. They trained us to do that. They trained us to do hard breaking back work for nothing. For nothing. So there, that's ex- like you said, that is expected. You know what I'm saying of us, mm-hmm. and that and that and that needs to stop. And while your other counterparts, while your counterparts can do five percent of what you're doing. And still get their raises and stuff because I've seen it. I've lived it, you know? This is a this is a this is a man's world. So that's something that I feel like us females, again, we're going to have to do unity a little better. See, if we would stick together, we can actually change those things. Now see, 
and the company that I that I worked for where it was like this, the owner was a Barbie white lady. And I say Barbie as in she literally wore her makeup every day, hair poofed out, blonde hair, real slim, did not give a damn about any of us like when it went to the okay, here's your 90 days. Everybody got a 90 day raise. I'm over here slaving with my little associates. It's not a big degree, but I had a degree. A lot of people didn't even have a degree. And it's not time for my 90 day review. And she's like, oh no, because we have to pay you more hiring you. But I went to school to get paid more. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I don't get my raise because you have to pay me the minimum of entry level work for what I do that I went to school for? That's how it was set up. That that's how that's set up, which is why I always tell us we need to have our own. We need to have our own and that's gonna segue into something else that ain't got nothing to do with this. So let me not even say that. <laughs> Thanks for being strong. Like this is why we have to stop competing with each other. We wouldn't have to worry about those things if we didn't compete with each other and be arguing and bad, you know, baggering back and forth about silly shit. You the know, competitiveness that they've instilled in us between each other. Okay. Like yeah. if you're winning, then that means I'm not winning. <laughs> There's only room for one spot. There's only right. one spot. Like and we gotta call for it. And we all gotta call for it. You see it all the time in the music industry. It's either Nicki Minaj or Cardi B. It can't be Cardi mm -hmm. B and Nicki Minaj, mm -hmm. just one right. or the other. You Models know? too. Any industry that we compete with each other, it, it it's only it can only be one slot. Naomi or what's her name? Naomi and uh and what's the young girl's name? And Chloe Bailey. Naomi and Chloe Bailey. Naomi is just as talented, beautiful. And you know, and popping as Chloe Bailey is, but Chloe Bailey had Beyonce on her team. So now it's like, well, Naomi, you don't get these opportunities because y'all both can't be getting opportunities like this. Y'all both can't be making, you know, headlining the, the award shows and stuff. So Naomi, you got to go because there can only be one. Well, here's the thing. We got to take a stand on that. Right. You're right. The one who get that slot, we have to start put understanding that we're the talent. You can't have no show without my face. You hiring me for my face. You need me. I don't need you. Mm -hmm. You don't see it that way. But that that's we you're you're the product. You're the hot commodity. So if we would band together, if we would say, you know what, I'm not gonna do this and the third unless my sister, you know what I'm saying, or start your own modeling. Industry. Right. You know what I'm saying? I your Tyra Banks of the world, your, you know, all these um supermodels, you know, what was the Barber, what's her name? I forgot her name. Barbara Johnson. Bar Barbara Johnson. She was one of the Beverly Johnson is her name. Beverly Johnson, one of the first black models. You um Naomi Campbell. Is that her name? Yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Like if these women would come would together, went out. you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and, and change the situation. We wouldn't have to worry about that, but because we go to the status, because we go with the status quo, this is why this happens. And then again, you have the people up top. In this particular situation, it'll be men. They're just playing. They, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they're the ones making the most money. They're the one makes. You know what I'm saying? They're the one getting the most clout from it. While we crabs in a barrel, nails. But we, but we got nails though. Mm-hmm. Y'all got your lashes on though. Right. Uh we we have to redefine, you know what I'm saying, what it is, you know what I'm saying, to be us. And what's important to us and is because I promise you it's not the Gucci and it's not the Dior and it's not the Calvin Klein and it's not whatever else. We try, okay, I'm a melanin woman and I got name brands, so now I'm better than everybody. 
Like that's not how that goes because nine times out of 10, you have an ugly soul. You know, your ego and stuff with all of this material gain, because society says the material stuff is what makes you important or what makes you more valuable than the people who can't afford it. Like I was telling, talking to my mom about it. She feels rich melanin people are the worst because she just, you know, they she feels like they just get above and ahead of themselves and holier than thou. And they forget who they are. And they forget that they was raised in the ghetto more than likely. Not everybody. Now, I know there's some melanin people who've been wealthy for just as long as the rest of us been broke, you know, so I know that. But for the most of us, it's like we were, we obtained these material things and now we are not the same as our sisters. I'm not the same as you because I have this bag on my side. Well, that's the house nigga. Feel nigga syndrome is what I call it. They, they that, that was set up. Because you light skin, we can we can even go there. Because you light skin and your hair is long, your hair is a certain and all of that other stuff. That's how they that's how they separate us. Because you're in the house now, so you need to look a little better. Because you ain't in the field. You get you get a little better food. You know what I'm saying than this one. You're more liked because you're more attractive. You know what I'm saying to mass. Oh, you're pretty for a black girl. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I saw this TikTok of this light skin um light skin girl. And she was pretty much saying how being light skinned is, you know what I'm saying, it's a trap. Make sure your man really like you and doesn't just like you because he thinks that his children are going to look a certain way. He, you know what I'm saying, he feels like his homeboys is going to feel, you know, think of him in a certain way because of the way she looks. So she was like, make sure you ain't dating these dudes who just want you, you know what I'm saying, for <laughs> image and don't really care about who you really are. And again, because we have been taught what is value we don't value ourselves mm. you know what i'm saying and to be quiet we all taught that way i didn't value myself for a very long time because oh, i really do not look like any of that but i'm in a relationship right now that cardi b Nicki minaj all them chicks wish they were in well, they in happy relationships though or they in good relationships i think that the, the no most of those people, when you look in their personal lives, they 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 have a shit like every couple, but they in a they in a relationship with them. Their no, messages. Those are business. Those are business. Uh, well, when it comes to Cardi well, yeah. and, and, and Offset, not to say that they don't got love for each other. I'm not saying that feelings, you know, don't develop. But most celebrity relationships are business. Well, yeah, but Jay Z and Beyonce did not get together because Beyonce thought that Jay Z was just this fly hood nigga, and then she was just that's not why they got together, right? They, but well, you shouldn't just get with somebody because of that because you can have that thought about 20 million people throughout life, so it well, has to be a thing where okay, what am I trying to accomplish? What are you trying to accomplish? Okay, let's set it down. What's it look like on paper? Can we accomplish it together? Okay, so that's, that's true, but what I mean is. Most of us look at these relationships and think that that's how that works. And it doesn't. They are in a whole different, their relationships are different than our relationships, period. Right. They, how they do things is not how we do things. What works for them don't work for us because they got the resources. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce just like most people, most women get cheated on. You know what I'm saying? But it's different. 
because that's money. See, that turned into an HBO special. That mm-hmm. turned into a, 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 a streaming, pla- a music streaming platform. That turned into an album. Two albums. You right. know what I'm he talked about it. And she See, so their issues and all of that is kind of based off their finances and, you know what I'm saying, their, their legacy. We talking to our, our sisters out here who are really looking for unconditional love. You're looking for a real relationship, but you're going based off what you see on TV. You're looking, thinking that's, that, that was my point. That and was I need to do this, and that ain't that's yeah. not it. You ain't you ain't her, and you ain't in that situation, and that ain't how it go. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people that I, I have a few friends who really watch social media. I mean, um, reality TV a lot, and just based off of their perspective and you know how we talk about the show, they really be thinking like they throw pro- niggas ain't shit but hoes and tricks. They look at, you know, how the safaris of the world, like how Safari is acting right now on the show or whatever. They look at that and feel like, you know, that's just how men are, you know, and, and that's not it. It's not how men are. It's honestly what each other is attracting. Y'all people are on they on these TV shows trying to make connections because that's what keeps them going. And we over here thinking, oh, this is what I need to do. Let me do this and then segue into what I want to say about this Kevin Samuels guy. You know, R.I.P. my nigga. But you know how many women was listening to this dude? You have this gay man telling you how to bag a high level man. And it's all based off of how old you are, if you have kids or how many you have, you know what I'm saying? What you look like, what your hair look like, what your waist look like. Those, the, and he's pretty much te- and made money off of teaching women that, that those are the values or those are the things that the criterias to have to get a high valued man. And then and the reality is what's a high valued man? Right. What does that mean? It just means that you got talking money. about a bunch of money. Yeah, they talk about right. money. Absolutely, talking about money. You're absolutely, money? Talking about money. Is that what makes you have value? That's exactly what they talk about. And let me tell you something: money don't make you don't make you less lame. Man, I'm gonna say. You know what I mean? Lamos. I know that got bread. Right. I I know a millionaire right now. Met him. Gave him the man a hug. That nigga couldn't smell my pussy from Africa. His thoughts about having sex with me will be obliterated. I don't care how much money that man got. He's a lame. You couldn't pay me to sleep or entertain that man. Man. Based off of his moves. I I don't, it doesn't matter. It Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. This is why women get caught up. You look great in your casket. You look great. You know what I'm saying? With no self-esteem. You wearing Gucci and diamonds and all that and have no self-esteem. No security. That's you know, no security at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you out here, you know what I'm saying, going from person to person, trying to find something. You look good. And most of them, they, they get used to using their money to get that. So when they you don't it. want their money, when you don't care about their money, now they kind of shook off you. Like, Okay, well, uh, so now it's a problem with you, but in reality, you well, here's the thing too. We need to stop making men think that that's all. Because if you keep, you can't expect the per- you, you 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 get what you, ex- you you get what you give. Like for instance, I I don't expect anything out of a man. Not like that. 
I've been with my man 13 years and it's, I, to this day, I still hesitate to ask him for certain things. 13 years, he'll do anything for me. He'll go broke for me. But because I care about him, that's the last thing on my mind. We, we're a unit. So if he's fucked up, I'm fucked up and vice versa. So I don't move like that. Mm -hmm. I don't need him for his bread. I don't need him for none of that stuff. He helps. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's not what I need him for. Our relationship is not based off of stability. It's not based off of needs. Materials. And material things. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm building a business. You know what I'm saying? He does the work thing. You know, we, I got a plan. You know what I'm saying? I move. I got things that I got. You know what I'm saying? That we, you know, we're gonna go. We got going on. But by no means is our relationship based. You know what I'm saying? Off of either how I look, or what he can. You know what I'm saying? What he can bring to me at the table. Like, Girl, about that so long. For yo, I got one arm. I'm fat. You know what I'm saying? I got all the scars and bruises and keloids and and, and, and shit. You know what I'm saying? From my accident, I get heat rashes all year round. You know what I'm saying? Because of, I don't know if my pores were closed my whole life, but after my accident, it was almost like the floodgates just opened and I just sweat, 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 sweat. I look at the sun and it's a wrap. My hair don't help. You know what I'm saying? All of these things. So there is no rapper on this planet that would want me. You know what I'm saying? According to, you know what I'm saying? There is no high level man, as they say. My man is absolutely high level, especially where we at. He definitely makes more money than a doctor a year. You know what I'm saying? His children want for nothing. His daughter just, he just put his daughter through college. His son, you know what I'm saying, is in, is in talented, gifted programs. He's three, he's three grades a, a above. This man takes care of me, his kids, his mama. You know what I'm saying? He a hood nigga and all that. And then he all keeps sweat as well. You couldn't pay me to be with nobody else. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have Lamborghinis and all of that other jet and all that other stuff. He feeds me, fucks me, finances me, consoles me, heals me. All the things that everybody is looking for in a relationship. Money ain't got nothing involved. And I grew up believing that I was supposed to take care of a man. I watched my mom do it. So I felt like that was the only way that I would be valued. One of the reasons why it's hard for me to ask him for things, because I am still working on that. So yeah, I grew up like that, being the strong black woman, believing that, you know what I'm saying? I have to give everything, like you said, I have to give everything to everybody and be everything to everybody. And that's where my value lies. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm wrong. Girl, I'm telling you, I just got okay this last hey. year. And that's because spirit put me in a place where they literally took any way that I'm used to helping people. I ain't got no money. I don't have a roof over my head, personally. I have a roof over my head, but it's not mine. So I can't just let y'all come in and stay with me, you know? Like, I can't just drive up the street and go take you to get food and stuff because now I'm not in the same state as y'all, you know? So spirit had me subconsciously remove myself to where now they have to take care of themselves. All I can do is send love and light and good energy. That's it. And that's you how know? it works. That's how that works when you are ladies, when you're walking in your path and you're setting those boundaries and you're thinking about yourself. The, the universe will absolutely 
separate you from that. Everybody that has fell off out of my life, that is exactly what that was about. Mm -hmm. Because I was trying so hard. I may not have, I may not have bread to give people, but my energy and my time and talking to folks, I have friends that used to call me every morning, six o'clock in the morning, because they had to, they had to talk to somebody before they walked into work. Just dropping two hours, it was a two hour commute, uh, two hours just dumping they bullshit on me early in the morning. First thing in the morning, you ain't even First thing in the morning, wake me about my sleep, cold in my house. And this nigga did it, did it, did it, did it, to tell that friend, hey, I don't have energy for this right now. Let me charge up first. Let me wake up. It's let me have my morning time first. When I, I didn't feel that way because I felt like because I can't give nobody no money, I can't mm -hmm. give nobody a place to stay. This is the this is my value. This is what I can give to you. This is what I can do for you. So I had no problems with that. That you know what I'm saying. But people take that right. You give people a mile, you, you you give them an inch, and they take them out. And they take advantage of that. And now I was now obligated to do that. that. Like and I said, like that woman who died while her friends yeah. called her up. She that she probably answered the phone every time that friend called, no matter what it was. She that friend got used. She felt entitled to her energy. She did. You know? That's to where now you ain't answered the phone three times. Who the fuck do you think you are? I need to talk to you. Like, you know, now are you my man or my friend? True. You know, and, and or not, and, and, that's and it don't matter. It don't matter. It it, does, it, it should. It, that shouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. If you, if if you call yourself somebody's friend, or you call that that person your friend, the the most negative thought shouldn't be the first thing you think about. My first thought is if my friend is not answering my phone, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Are you right? That's what I would have been texting. You good? Especially if I know you always answer. Right. Why would I get upset about you not answering? Clearly, there's something wrong because you always answer. Right. But like, like you said, me being nurturing is one thing, but there's balance in everything. Just like mm -hmm. you were saying today about dudes, yes, they're supposed to provide you all that, but they still need daytime too. Right. Us as well. Like we, we need to nurture ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. And if we were the way we were, and if we knew who we were, none of this would be an issue because everybody has their role. We wouldn't be stressed out. See, I was going to talk about being barefoot and pregnant because that's a big thing. Honestly, that's a European um, perspective. I'm going to just throw yeah. that one out there. Mm -hmm. Because having having children and taking care of your children and your king pro providing for y'all, that's not a problem. That shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be a burden. It shouldn't be a burden. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't feel, you shouldn't be made to feel like... That's your only job, and like you're, not you're losing anything problem. else. Yeah, it just because you're having children, you know what I'm saying, and and being stay home. Because in reality, those babies, that. when they get old enough, they gone. Now they they own individual beings on their own individual journey, you know. So if you lose yourself, now you 18 and your only identity being a mother is gone because they're gone because they that wasn't all you were supposed to do because that comes to a time where it's a lot less energy you're putting into that, you know, it's more just prayers and advice and guidance, you know, so losing yourself now, oh, I don't, I used to like to dance, but I mean, 
I don't know. I used to like to go outside and hike and stuff, but I don't know because I ain't did nothing but make bottles and, you know, run the schools and stuff the last 16 years. Like, I don't know what I like to do. Well, here's my thing about that. Why in 16 years? And, doing and, maybe let, and let me ask this because I don't got kids, so let me, let me ask this. I don't understand how, and maybe because of the society we live in, but if you, so I understand women who work. But if you're a stay-at-home mom, your man is providing for you and all this other stuff, I don't understand how you don't have other things. Right. I'm, I, I understand getting a job and all that. Yeah, no, you can't do You may not be able, you can do it, but some again, something's going to lack. But my thing is, why are y'all just baby bottle and all that? Why aren't you exercising during the day while they're asleep or something like that? Why aren't you engaging your children in some of the things that you do that may make you think about exactly what it is do you like to do? Because if you like just drinking and going to the club and all that stuff, because to be quite honest, that's what a lot of parents, you know, they'd be feeling like, I just want to go out and have fun. Right. And, and I want to get loose because I, I have to be proper around my children and, and things of that nature. So to be quite honest, and nobody might not like this, but you might want to reevaluate that. If you are a party goer and your life is over. Right. This is why I say maybe you need to, you know, reevaluate. Because that's not a hobby. Going out's not a hobby. It's not. Not, it's a really not. So if it's that's really the not. life you really want to live, don't have children. Yeah. Because I know people who are like, you know, I've decided I don't want to have kids because I want to travel the world and I want to, you know, go and experience. That's fine. That is your journey. Yeah. If you know that is your soul, don't go popping out children and now you're miserable because you can't party because you have children. Like, you know. Like, yeah. And here's a flip side to that. If you choose to, and I'm going to say party, let's say you're a businesswoman. Right. Let's say you're in a certain industry. And you want to and you have to, you know, put the time in, put the work in. And you know that taking care of a child is not going to allow you to do what you need to do here. You can't wait until you're almost 50 years old and then rush somebody into trying to having a baby because you don't wait because you think your biological clock is expiring. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. Yeah, menopause happens. But again, if you take care of your body. We supposed to be having children for better there are women time. in other countries. 50, 60, 70. 70 years old, still popping out children. Mm -hmm. So it's not that when we're in eight, we're incapable that we of have that. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's just the life that we live because honestly, because you party hard and don't take it. You drink, as soon as you turn eight, as soon as you turn 21, you're drinking out of your mind. Girl, and this you know? depends on where you're from. Because oh. those country people I was raised with, they was partying at 16. Like I had my daughter, so luckily I, I I had my daughter to keep me anchored. But I have plenty of friends, 15, 16 year olds, out drinking, partying every night, and their parents probably drinking with them, probably buying them the beers, you know. That that but these are my non melanated friends, but you know, oh, they no, that happened. That's you know, and in, in the black country too, honey, that stomp liquor and. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But my yeah. thing is, you have to understand that, and you gotta move accordingly. You spend your whole youth wrecking it instead of honestly preserving yourself. Right. And once you get 20 years later, now you done broke your body down. 
You know what I'm saying? And your back hurt and this is And it really ain't fun to go out partying and stuff until you're like fine. 30. Because you ain't got the funds most of the time to go That's out. That's so Like, I'm glad that I missed that. Like, I right. thought I was missing something. I thought I was missing something because all my friends used to go clubbing at 18 and they used to go hit it. I still have not explored New York. Like, I, and I'm from there. And there's certain places that I haven't been because when I was a kid, I acted like a kid. And then when, right. when I moved me down here, so... Uh, yeah, it, it really wasn't like that. So I used to feel like I was left out, but now I'm an adult. I, you know what I'm saying? I know who I am, so I can go anywhere. I ain't got to worry about nobody, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't worrying about the chicks over here. I ain't worrying about the dudes at the bar. I go out to hang out if I'm drinking to get tipsy so I can dance and be extra loose than I'm already am. And I can enjoy the energy of the people that I'm around. That's what I go out for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we a lot of us do all of that in our youth. Then you want to be serious. You know what I'm saying? And here's another thing: understanding, just understanding your environment. Like men, we know that we mature faster than men. But then you expect dudes. You know what I'm saying? In they tw early twenties, mid twenties, to want and to you say they grown. Like, but you in a see. Just because you're an adult don't mean nothing. No, that don't mean you're an adult. Yeah, if you're in a mentality like the fact that we think that 18 is an adult. Because it's really not till you like 27. You're a teenager. You're 27 when you start to maybe feel like an adult. You got two years in teens. You're not old enough to drink. You know how high your car insurance is going to be because you're under 21? Because they know how immature you are. They know that you have more. You have a liability. Cause you're that young because you don't know any better so for y'all to be thinking that you grown and and we and our mamas tell us this right because my mom put me out at 16. at 16 years old you gotta stop doing that we, you we do gotta it stop doing you that. got it we gotta you know? stop doing that and my mom told me that she's like i put you through more than the boys because my brother she didn't do them like that she did me like that because she felt like, okay, well, I went through that and I survived, so you can go through that. You didn't have a baby yeah, at an early age. I ain't supposed to go that way. You know, so. supposed to go that way. And it's not. It's that. not. That is very toxic parenting. Very toxic fucking parenting. And then for you to expect those children as adults to now treat you like a parent when you was treating them like a foe or like the, you know, like an op or like the next door neighbor, exactly. for real. But now you now we adults and now oh you're not sending me Mother's Day or Father's Day gifts, but we've been best friends. We've been friends, more of a friendship than a a, a parental relationship since I was 15, 16 years old. So no, I'm not gonna have that same amount of respect for you as someone who would have mothered or fathered me through and still would be mothering and fathering because that job don't end when your child turns 18 in reality. That's not you know. Things to think about, things to teach your children, to teach your daughters. You know what I'm saying? We got we got TV, Netflix, and and uh, YouTube, and these videos teaching our daughters. That's how that's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And then again, we've made mistakes. You know, I, I, you know, my mom had me when she was 19. You know what I'm saying? She was she made her mistakes, looking for love and all that. We now have to do something different. And even if you did the same thing, it's a, it's a certain conversation that needs to be had. A lot mm -hmm. of our parents, we try to, you try to act like you and do shit. Right. 
you try to you try not to be honest with your children about the the moves that you made and you're this perfect them. yeah you're watching them do this and you're telling them not to do it but you ain't telling them why yeah that you experienced it already yeah. so you know that's where it goes get, yeah that's not how you get respect from your children i don't know if that's mm -hmm. what y'all think it is to do as i say not as i do but it don't work that way your child will understand why you're telling them what they're telling them if you told them that you did it now, exactly look, like my little brother he went this. through this is why i know my little brother went through he was going through a phase he was introduced to cocaine my mom she never, she never going to admit to it. But we know that when we went into foster care, her, her first husband was on drugs. They was in a room together for 12 hours. You yeah. know? So she, but she still won't admit, even though my foster parents, I'll never forget my foster parents saying was on the phone or one of their friends was over and they was talking about my mom. And they was telling them how she was on drugs and all this stuff. And I came out that room and I was like, my mom was not on drugs. And I like got mad and furious and I'm fighting these people and arguing with them. And you were like, but you're, you're not to this day. Like I said, she won't admit, but she'll tell us that our grandmother was, you know, we know that our grandmother, she, she fought that battle for years with drugs. So what did I have to do for my little brother? I had to let him know, look, sis already was introduced to that. That was obstacle I had to overcome. I need you to know that this is a demon that keeps trying to the last person they had was my in reality my mother but my grandmother when it comes to our little our direct little lineage okay so i can only verify that it was my grandmother that went through this last but this is a spirit that keeps trying to attack and latch on to one of us in our power so i'm letting you know right now i already went through that that's not it that's not what you want to go down it's it's, it's a waste of time it's not for us you know but he wouldn't have been able if he would have think thought that he was alone in this test and none of us outside of my grandmother had went through this you know now he's gonna feel more dirty now he's gonna feel more isolated he's not gonna feel like oh okay this is a regular test that we have to overcome now he feels like he's done done something bad and he can't he's shameful about it you know when in reality, none of those emotions have to be there. Well, again, everything is cyclical. You know what? Things are habits and things are passed down. Like if it, your grandmother had to use a substance, so your mother was introduced to that, which is why she used it and so forth and so forth. If it was something else, it could have been something else. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to think, make sure I say this right. Certain things are not generational. You have a choice. Mm -hmm. Once you're aware, you know what I'm saying, of what's going on, you have the choice to make. Right. I knew my mother wasn't on drugs, but I knew my aunts were. Mm -hmm. I knew my uncle was. You know what I'm saying? I My mom didn't do certain things to me, but I saw my aunts do certain things. So I knew that that wasn't, you know what I'm saying, how, you know, how that was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if you unfortunately don't have that, you know what I mean, again, it, it, it's, it's, an, it's an energy thing, and I, I can't stress this enough. If you really want to change and you really want different, you got to seek that. Mm -hmm. you, you have to want that. You have to embrace that. You know what I'm saying? And you, we have to re, relearn the things that we are taught. Because as women, we are strong. 
it is our job to, you know what I'm saying, to be fruitful and multiply, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff. And of course, just like anything, there is, I feel that there is a way or a proper way for everybody to attract the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Everybody is different. Everybody got their own love language. So there are definitely ways to do that. But you should not change into something else, mm-hmm. something else, or have to put up this facade in order to get that. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of women say, and then we're gonna we're gonna gonna wrap it up a little bit, but a lot of women feel like they like wearing makeup. Oh, I just wear it because I like it enhances my 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 face and all that. That's what you've been trained to say. You've been right. telling yourself that your whole life to make it okay so you don't feel like you don't you don't think you're beautiful. Because you don't. Yeah, because there's wear, some women, they, I don't wear makeup they wake up, they don't, don't walk out makeup. in their bedroom. Right. They I like my face. I like my face. That's why I don't wear I don't wear makeup. Now, if I'm here on this camera, I sometimes do a little, little something to make my eyelashes pop j- just a little bit. And you might catch me. I got an interview in an in, in an hour, so I'm gonna throw on some lipstick. You know what I'm saying to make it look. But other than that, I woke up like this. And not to say that women who wear makeup don't love themselves, because I love myself and I love my glam self. I have two. It's my, no, my alternate ego, right? That, but the so, average woman does, though. A lot yeah. of them say that, and they're not you. I would tell you, you special. But no, it's not that I'm special. It's that I did the self-work to love myself. So when I realized that I was hiding behind the makeup, I stopped wearing the makeup to force myself to love myself. You know, like it, what's wrong with your skin? Why are you wearing all this makeup? You don't even really like putting the time into putting the makeup on. So why are you wearing the makeup? You know, I had to actually do that work in the mirror and be like, oh, it's because you think the makeup makes you look better. But in reality, it always makes you look worse. Your skin is beautiful. So Actually, it's about doing that work. Tyra wrote a whole book about modeling and had pictures of herself without makeup and she looks terrible. I don't give up who she is. She looks terrible. That makeup, Beyonce, when she takes her makeup off, she looks bad. You look at any of these celebrities on TV, when they don't have on makeup, they look crazy. And that's because the ears are wearing the shit. It dries out your skin. It dries out the natural oils in your face. Mm -hmm. It does all of those things. Then when you add the lights and, you know what I'm saying, all of that stuff, that shit's bad for your face. You know what I'm saying? Makeup should honestly only be for photo shoots, special occasions. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever let no man tell you you got to fucking wear makeup every day. Well, here's the thing. Men don't say that, but that's what they think. That That's what women think. That's why y'all wear all that weave and stuff like that. Honestly, mm, you, not you, your girlfriend. Rappers, you watch these TV shows and you see these high level into these high level men you looking at the females that they're, you know what I'm saying, that they're entertaining. So you feel like that's what you got to look like so you can bag one of them. And I promise you, that is all a facade. The same way you putting it on for them, they're putting it on for you too. Because that's what society tells them that they need to have. They need to have a certain type of woman in order to feel valued so they can be high level. So we all being bamboozled. You were born high value. Mm-hmm. Period. That's your birthright. Is and everything is. else are attachments. Period. You know what I'm saying? And we as women, we need to, we need to, um, we need to understand that. You know what I mean? Being yourself is the way to bag a man. Period. Being who you are, being in your natural energy, 
you're going to track that yeah. person. I don't care what you what you look like, what you do and what you are is what you're going to track. So if you're putting on, if, if everything about you from head to toe is fake, you're about to bag you a fake nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I promise, because they, they really don't. Want it. If you actually tell you, yeah, they'll tell you. We don't. We didn't tell y'all we like them lashes and all that. They be making, they be fun, make, they be making fun of it. They be right. making fun we're of y'all with all of that. Right. And, and y'all think they're doing it, and they don't even want to. They'll sleep with you. The real yeah. high value men. They got they face face you, put, you put paint and colors on doing some pussy. Yeah, they 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 with all that, but that's not gonna make them love you unconditionally mm -hmm. and you know and be vulnerable with you and trust you you know what i'm saying like that's not going to get you that that'll get you you know what i'm saying them on side of you in the bed for a little while but guess what there's a my mom told me one of her boyfriends told her you know at, for men we're like flowers to them and the world is a motherfucking garden the tulips is just as beautiful as the roses and the roses is just as good as the lilacs and the lilacs is just as good as the hydrogenuses. They don't care. They don't. They just want somebody. somebody <laughs> you I promise you. I know a dude who married a chick because at the time he needed a place to stay. You know what I'm saying? All this other jazz, all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And he felt like that's what he needed to do to obtain all that. Then he met another girl, broke. None of that. Complete opposite of that girl. And he loves her. About to get a divorce. He doing everything. He, he He's even thinking about starting being an entrepreneur and not work based off of the things, you know what I'm saying, that she's been teaching him and been putting in his life. She completely changed his life. With his wife because she had the money. And put him in a position to get some money, but is in love with and about to make a life and take care of fully this other chick. Now, of course, all you married women out there, oh, she's a hoe, da da da, homework and all this other stuff. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Stop marrying dudes, you know what I'm saying, for clout, for money, for thinking that you're gonna be stable with that. And don't think just because you're a good woman. That it entitles you to an individual. It doesn't. If that person is, doesn't resonate with you, they don't resonate with you. Being a good woman is not resonation. Mm, it's just as you. Yeah, it's just you. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that you're not going to find somebody, but you can't just assume that that is the only qualification you need, you know what I'm saying, for him to be faithful to you or for him to want you. It ain't that. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta we gotta understand who we are and understand our power. You know what I mean? This country puts us down because we it. We as women, we carry mitochondrial DNA. Look it up. They tell us that you know our last names. Your last name means something. You know, it goes to the man. No, our DNA. Whoever your mama is is who you are. Ain't got nothing to do with your daddy. Look it up. You know what I'm saying? We give birth to this world. Period. Man, I'm just saying. Every man and every woman comes out of our vagina. Period. Mm -hmm. We give life. Period. That is important. Your your that is your portal. This is this, this is not a sex box. This is right. not a sex box. give and, and 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 even with us, we I, I gotta say it too. Um, 
I be a hornball, all that good stuff. I get sex and all that jazz. But your body is really not meant for that. And I try not to discipline myself where that is concerned. Your portal, portal is not just for that. It's for giving life. That's the baby part. So and even if yeah, you can be given life that way, or for me, I use my portal all the time for manifesting because the woman's orgasm yeah. is the most powerful tool of, for manifestation. Using it for yourself, but just be intentional with it. It, intentional. it don't have to be. You don't have to let somebody just lay up on you and hurt absolutely you. not, absolutely not. It's not fun either. It's absolutely. way more fun to be actually be energetically connected. Yeah, like lady, doing. Isn't it a isn't it a um a statistical fact that the average woman has never had an orgasm? Like 70 or 80% of women, all the sex you giving out, all, all that drop dropping it like it's hot and busting it wide open I think and I, my I think I think, yeah. You doing all of that for years and then and you don't and you're not even having orgasms and you know because of that lack of orgasms all those years that can manifest into back pain it can manifest into physical diseases and, and issues because you're not releasing your energy like you need to you letting someone else just put their energy into you and yours is being blocked so that's nothing if the man isn't worried about you getting off or you releasing then you should not be you should not be with that person. You should not be having intercourse. Like I know people who literally is like, well, yeah, I've never my man, but my man is just the way he is. He just wants to, you know, he just he gets in his mode and it's just about making sure he feel good. No, fuck that. I want to feel good too. Is my energy is being in reality, it's so good right now because of my energy. So I damn sure deserve to make sure that I get fulfilled just like you're getting fulfilled. You know, if you're going to do it, you need to do it right. Right. And uh, sex is an exchange. I don't like like I don't understand any of that. You know what I mean? Now, when I was younger, I wasn't that girl. And that's why I'm glad about it. I didn't yeah. have too many bad experiences. I had a few. I had a few, but not too many. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I didn't. Like, yeah, I, and I'm, and I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. I'm actually grateful for that. And if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to tell her, you hold all the way out. Fuck what your friends is doing. Fuck how they feel. All right, I had to send my baby the first day. Out. Yeah, hold out. Yeah. Hold out. things go. Yeah. Great things happen to those who wait. Yeah. I, I wish both I had a message uh, for the first day of school. That's because these children, they wilding anymore. Like the, the kids, the girls, the boys. The well, shit they say to each other. Yeah, they, yeah. You got the city girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, so this is what our little girls think that's what you're supposed to be. Yeah, let my baby know. You're Lady Einstein. You're not yeah, Lady like, Mick. I, I listen to some of her music, you know what I'm saying, especially when I'm working out. Money. Yeah. I really want to see like, money. I, yeah, all that. But the reality is, like, she's not about to let culture listen to her music. See, so why your daughters, you know what I'm saying, is whopping it out? Her children is not allowed to listen to her music because her music is not meant for children, even though other people's children are listening to it. So this is why parents, we have to be more mindful about our kids. We got to, we got to get into your kids. Oh yeah, mama didn't do it for you. You got to do it for your babies. Because that's going because they're gonna do that for their grandkids, and this is how we change. Because it's a war on our mentals, 
It's a war on our minds right now. So yeah. from the TV to the music to the food, they are attacking us in our mind and our energy and our souls, our destinies, our lineages, all of that. And so, yeah, if you're, if you're allowing your child too much exposure of any of this world, then you are condemning them to this fucked up world in reality and the mindsets that we have these days that, you know, as a society, they're going to be focused more on the man with the Birkins that they can give them the Birkins over the good man who just wants to love them and provide for them, you know, because they, they got city girls telling them, fuck a nigga, like get the bag. And here's the thing. Y'all are not there counteracting that. And I understand you at work and all something. This is why it goes back to choices because we have this thing where nobody wants to be at home with your kids, but then who's raising your kids? That's why mm -hmm. I brought up the barefoot and pregnant. That has a negative stigmatism to it, but it's nothing wrong with you being at home and raising your babies mm -hmm. and being uh -oh. the major influence of your children. Y'all scream up and down about what these celebrities are doing and not doing and what they're exposed to. You can't have it both ways. You cannot tell the world that they need to be appropriate for your child. It right. don't work that way. And you ain't even you gotta set up that environment. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you you got one kid and it's already it's hard for you already, you know what I'm saying, to, to keep up with them. Don't go go having more kids and talking about I'm trying to mama gotta have a life too. Wear some fucking condoms. Right. That I part. Baby, I've been, I, me and my king, we use condoms. We've been fucking for 13 years and we still use condoms. Why? Because we ain't ready for kids. Well, that's that simple. Ain't got nothing to do with the kids or none of that. It has is yet. We simply, this ain't the time that it was never the time. And now I'm working on my businesses and all that. So there might be a time in the future. But right now, bringing a baby into this world, especially what's going on right now, ain't cool. And we and we and we enjoy each other. We about to go to the hospital with a newborn right. baby with monkeypox. Right, but ain't oh, nobody. Good. Yeah, so ain't nobody. We not. We're responsible adults. Okay, we know we want to bust a wide open, so we gonna have to put cover something over that. Right, you know, stuff happens. Like yeah, in a row. yeah, some something things happen. So and that whole because y'all been together forever, so we ain't gotta wear. That's a child. That's a childish perspective. That's what children do in high school. Oh, we've been together two months now. We the only people sleeping with each other, so we don't need this. I, I I can't feel it. It if that little piece of rubber stops you from feeling what y'all doing, something wrong with y'all. Right, because that's just energy. Something wrong with your sensory exchange. Something's wrong with your sensory in, in, in your walls or something like that. Now, I will say on the healer's aspect, make sure that you're getting like organic rubbers and stuff. Because a lot of condoms these days do have toxins and stuff that will fuck your pH up. So if you actually have a problem have with condoms. I organic condom yet. I use Trojan. I have yet. You tell me where to find those. We can find those. Amazon. Too. Go on Amazon. Look okay. up organic. Well, Yeah. Because there's different things on or on Amazon. Okay. Okay. See, when, when I think look up organic condoms, when I think about organic, I, I need a website to go to. See, Amazon is but you well, it's Amazon, but you can go to the individual sellers' websites from Amazon. Okay, yeah. I just I'm funny about I'm funny about certain things like Etsy's about to be marked off the list because they got a commercial now. See, Etsy used to be so something I'm dead ass serious. You start having a commercial, I don't trust you. Right. <laughs> I don't trust you. I don't trust you. 
If you have, and I ain't talking about a regular bit, I'm, but I'm talking about these pro I don't, I don't trust it because if you got enough money, if they're going, if you got enough bread to do that, and then for them to put that out there, it's a problem with that. That's just how I see things. That's just me. So when you say organic, kind of the thing that I'm thinking, I need to go to Etsy to some mystical, some organic, holistic. Now I'm sure you know type situation. Your, uh, you could probably go into like your your local health food stores and stuff or natural stores to look for it. But I'm just saying, if you right now was like, I wonder what organic condoms I can find, it's going to be, oh, you could probably just Google it, I'm search it up. I mean, even if you put it in Google, Amazon's probably going to pop up because those people probably use Amazon to sell their stuff mm -hmm. through, you know? So my point is that while we're talking about sexual responsibility, we also need to be mindful of the poisons and stuff in our body outside of the individual. So for me, my body does not do well with regular condoms because of the toxins on it. I have to use organic items or nothing at all. And since if it's nothing at all, even though I can't get pregnant, I still don't want that, you know, person semen and energy in me unless we really connect it, you know. So it's just about being mindful about your body and what your body wants and don't want. Absolutely. We got to study ourselves to do that. And right. I'm leaving that to doctors. going back to your OBGYN you tell you about your pussy. Mm -mm. Especially if you're a white man. I'm sorry. He can't. Oh. Any man, really. But no, like for me, <laughs> I got my uterus taken out. And I know that it's because I had a white male OBGYN. You know, like I know that single handedly is the reason why, because there was no other reason to, to do it. I'm so sorry about that. It's okay. It's just about knowing your body because now I know my body. So I know the ways that I could have reversed what was going on with me without even going to OBGYN. But at 18, 19, 20 years old, you know, I didn't have that knowledge or support. And so the faster earlier you start focusing on self rather than all this outside stuff, feminine energies, because we know that we got all these people to love, but there's a certain amount of information and energy that is supposed to go with, go to you. Like I tell my little sister, she's starting her senior year. Focus on you. Stop. This isn't the year for the boys. This isn't focus on you. The earlier you focus on you, the more the more you get to time to help have healthy relationships with people and focus on other people. You know, but if you don't start actually focusing on you until you're 28, now you got 28 years of bullshit that you know work through. Compared to if you do it when you're 18, 17, if your parents teach you to focus on you at an early age, now at 21, I know who I am because I've been studying this woman since I was 11, you know, or 15. So I know what I do and don't want. I know, little Jimmy, just because you try and take me out to the beach, that don't phase me. I don't care about your trips because I know who I am. I know what I can do that myself. You know, you got to come to me with more. That, 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 that has to be taught. Yeah, that has to be taught. I can't wait to see the woman my daughter grows up to be. I can't wait to see how I did all my little seeds and stuff. I, I be planting. I can't wait either. Yeah, I wait. Either. I cannot wait to see what she turns out to as well. But all right, ladies, we're gonna leave y'all here with that. You know, what I'm saying that was a lot, but just remember, you know, you have to learn who you are, what your worth is, and you need to teach that to your daughter. Let's break these cycles. Stop doing just because mom and grandma did it. Don't mean that you got to do it. Right. If they don't feel right. And if it ain't worked, then it ain't right. Grandma only told you what she knew. Your mama right. only taught you what she knew. Right. We're in the age of information. 
you have resources to find out the things that you don't know. I know raising children isn't a manual, but there's plenty of information and resources out there to put it together and make your own. Mm-hmm. Make your own. Make, make your own manual on how on how to do that. But you know, do it for your babies. Do it for yourselves, and let's start stressing ourselves out. You know, the more at peace that we are, honestly, the better this world would be. Because again, both men and women come out of us. Mm-hmm. It always starts with us. Okay, so we love, love, love y'all. Go on, Misha, and tell me where to find you. Love you guys. You can find me on TikTok at the Energy Model, Instagram at the Energy Model, Facebook at Misha's Love Tribe, um, YouTube at Alignment with the Energy Model, and on Anchor at Alignment with the Energy Model, Linktree, and then um, yes, email me at MishaSealingLove at gmail.com if you'd like any of my Reiki services or healing services, spiritual counseling, and then yeah, that's where you get Tuesdays and Thursdays. 8 a.m., 9 a.m. I keep saying 8, but I promise we'll never be up that early. So 9 a.m., um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And yeah. All righty, righty. That's her link tree. Go on and screenshot that. Take a photo, whatever you need to do to make sure that you can find Miss Misha Love wherever she be at. All right. Okay, Amspire Media Network. You know where to find us. You can find us on Roku. Go to Walmart and get you one. Can All game. right. That's it, because that's how. I'm going to, because you can watch Tell True Vision. You can watch Sunday um, Soul, Soul Sister Therapy Childhood Trauma Podcast. You can see Sundays with Spirit with 33 Master Teacher. And in 40 minutes, you'll be watching a new episode of Amspire Interviews. Okay. If anyone is interested in any of these, please email us at AmspireContent999 at yahoo.com. Our phone number is 478-318-6933. You can also catch Behind the Bar, an awesome, entertaining, you know what I'm saying, podcast that we have on there. Season one is ready. Season two is on its way. Make sure that you two tap in. Also, we are looking for people who are looking for advertisements on our podcast. We have um, five running right now. You know what I'm saying? So if any of your products or any of your businesses matches, you know what I'm saying, what we got going on, hit us up. Inspire Content 999 at yahoo.com or 478-318-6933. Okay? Because we can grow your business. All our digital marketing agency teams support you and all your projects so that you can achieve your objectives. So contact us. All right, and that's her beautiful face. <laughs> and yeah, so we're gonna be out of here. I'll see y'all in 40 minutes for Inspire Interviews. We are interviewing Focus Minds Educational Group. Everyone needs to tap in. All parents, all you know what I'm saying, all educators, tap in. All right. So we love, love, love you. See y'all later. Love you. Peace. Peace.